Looking to give back this holiday season? Donate to the Army Historical Foundation. For 40 years, the Army Historical Foundation has ensured our nation never forgets the sacrifices of those who serve. As the Army's nonprofit partner, the Foundation constructed the National Museum of the United States Army. The Foundation's work also extends beyond the museum's walls, restoring artifacts, touring historic battlefields, and remembering all we owe to America's Army veterans. Donate today at ArmyHistory.org. Greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Pod Ones Podcast. I'm your host, Luke, with my guest, with my co-host, Chase. Hello. And Harris. This is why we never let you do the intros. Exactly. <laughs> um, welcome back to another episode of the Pod Ones Podcast. Uh, today we are going, I'm not even going to try to pronounce this. The, it's I not always, hard. It's not well, hard. Okay, Luke, say it. Now it's challenge. It's the Wincathu job. Ah, the Wincathu job. See, I didn't pay attention at all when they were saying it. I was just like, yeah, that looks pretty difficult to say. I'm not going to try to say it. Um, it is, so we're going to be talking about Season 3, Episode 9. Uh, it's the Hondo uh, and uh, As Morgan uh, job, as I like to call it. We have two guests on today. Both are returners, uh, but Chase Harris. Ready to get the show on the road? Not really. No. <laughs> We're right. going anyway. The Jedi Knights are all but destroyed, and yet your task is not complete, Inquisitor. The Emperor has foreseen a new threat rising against him. The Podwans Podcast. And we are back. Uh, so, for our first guest... He has been on a multitude, multitude of things for this channel. He's a very, de- uh, very uh, dear friend. Sorry, I, my words are escaping me today. Uh, he usually is, you can usually find him on Twitch streaming, playing Duck, Duck, Duck Goose or Among Us or anything like that. But please welcome our friend, Calfora. Hello, it's me. How's it going, guys? Hello, 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 Kiao. How are you today? I'm tired, but I'm good. It's yeah. May the 4th, so it's always it is a good May day. the 4th. Also, yeah, May the 4th to everybody. Star Happy Wars Day. Kind of, I Char's not here, so is he really a true Star Wars fan? <laughs> nope, <laughs> nope, real Star Wars. Sorry, fan dedication here. here. On May the 4th, yeah, exactly. If, if you're not here, then you're not a true Star Wars fan, hence why Char's not here. <laughs> anyway, uh, Cal, where can the good people follow you on the social medias? Uh-huh. Good people can follow me pretty much everywhere at Cal4. I don't think it changes up too much. Sometimes it's split up with a period, but most of the time I'm on Twitch playing games, doing crazy stuff like that. Awesome. Go check out his Twitch stream. It's awesome. They always have a great, great time. Harris, what are you doing? Are you in? You, you, you okay, He's dragging buddy? his mic across his desk. Oh, God. <laughs> He just found he... out there's a webcam on his laptop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, and our second guest. Uh, apparently, he has tried to replace me on this show. Uh, not a big fan of that. Um, uh, he is now my mortal enemy, whether he knows this or not. Uh, but please welcome... Uh, Obi 
Sean Kenobi. Sean, can you hear Hello me? There. I actually can't hear you guys right now. Can you hear me? <laughs> sounds like it sounds like an audio output issue. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Uh, go to. Your... I'm having a hard time hearing you guys. I might leave and come back. Okay, sounds good. That works. That 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 works. Thumbs I can't up. hear you. That... <laughs> thumbs down, but thumbs up. You can leave and You're come a back. Deep poo poo head. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, anyway, not logical problems. Anyway, we're gonna get started with the icebreaker question, right? Okay, with today being May the Fourth or Star Wars Day. How do you usually celebrate uh, um, this, what should be a national holiday? How do you celebrate? Uh, I I don't celebrate holidays really at all. Um, yeah, I kind so, of agree with Chase. I don't. Yeah, like, it was like I, I, woke up, I woke up to a lot of text messages <clears throat> today. Uh, you know, oh, happy okay. Star Wars Day, happy May the 4th, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I've been playing a little bit of Survivor. Streamed a little bit of Survivor earlier today. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't really do anything. I just. It's another day in paradise. When every day is a celebration, you don't need to celebrate holidays. My life is a nonstop Star Wars celebration. <laughs> <laughs> Chase is just constantly hitting it down in the clubs. <laughs> Twenty four seven. That's my question. Is it you just like partying in New York City all the time with Haley? I feel like that's. This is a green screen. There is a there is a party going on behind me right now. Yeah, he's (laughs) he's got really good audio dampening stuff around him. Gotcha. Pretty great. All right, all right. Well, we'll see if my mortal enemy can hear us now. Mortal enemy, can you hear us? Nope. Rip, 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 Rooney. Rip, Rip Rooney. Um, No. Uh, he will get uh all that stuff, um, uh, yeah. But no. Uh, usually how I celebrate is that uh, if I'm working, and it's not a busy day. I will throw on Disney Plus and watch a TV show, a Star Wars TV show, or or start watching the saga all the way through. And if it's on the weekend, wait. I heard somebody scoff. Was that Harith? Yes. Why are you scoffing at me? I was I just imagine you uh, at work at the call center with Obi-Wan Kenobi in the background, just like Hello there. <laughs> um, but <laughs> Kenny thinks I've been kicking shot out. <laughs> Dude, Ben, that sounds amazing. Oh yeah, Ben. Uh gauntlet challenge with saber users in the neighborhood. Last man or woman standing gets dinner and drinks. Damn that Ven. That sounds, sounds like so much fun. Oh, we eventually get like Star Wars Town built, and we all wind up moving there. Uh, no one has a choice. It's just Ooh. how it's going to be. It's well, we gotta we gotta pick the most. We gotta pick the cheapest. We do that. Nebraska. I, no, I'm moving because I'm moving. That's not how that works. That's exactly how that works. We'll just move to New York City. It's cheap. Definitely. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> you should have all thought of this before you decided to become peasants. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, calling us peasants. Oof. All right, well that that's cool. Um, Harith, how do you celebrate? Um, not to be a stereotypical bitch like everyone else in the chat right now. Uh, I really don't celebrate May the Fourth. 
Like you guys all fucking. <laughs> I'll say this. I'll say this. I just don't have traditions like at all. But like today, <laughs> I was just in Discord all day with with friends, and we were just watching uh, the movies. We made it through Rogue One. Uh, by now, right before I came here. So. Oh, nice. Nice. All right. Well, let's I told try. you I was playing Survivor. It's not like I was like. Mm, yeah. I mean, I was I was making a Star Wars, Star Wars made of me, Luke. I don't just Fuck. need one day for it. Fuck. I, I hopped on the Pod Ones podcast tonight. <laughs> this for it. You inconsiderate. Also, person. we're all here. I was working on a Star Wars edit for May the Fourth. I don't know if it'll be done by May the Fourth. Ooh. Ooh. Anyway. Let's well, see if my today, mortal. So you got a few hours left. <laughs> let's see. Let's see if my mortal enemy can hear me now. By the way, Sean, I've been accused of kicking you out. Let's set the record straight. I have not been kicking you out. You have not been kicking me out. Uh, like yeah, right after the intro, <clears throat> I couldn't hear anything in my <laughs> headphones. So that's really funny. It's really bizarre. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thanks for having me back on the show. You missed yeah, an and, opportunity uh, to gaslight yeah, like the hell out of Luke. Yeah, yeah. You could have gaslight <laughs> right there. I, I teed it up, and you just didn't take it, which is fine. <clears throat> I, I took the high ground. That. Nice. Right now, I have the high ground over you. So let's let's stop playing. Je- no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how we play this game. Try it. This is how we play this game. Uh, but Sean, where can the good people follow you? And what do you usually do for Star Wars Day? Um, the good people can follow me at obi.sean underscore Kenobi on TikTok and Instagram, and obi.sean underscore Kenobi with two eyes on Twitter. Um, you can also find me working part time at the Holocron Toy Store in Austin, Texas. Um, uh, what do I usually do for May 4th? Um, if I'm not working, I usually. We'll sit down with a few of the movies or, you know, play some type of, you know, Star Wars video game or enjoy Star Wars media of some kind. But um, if I can go out, if I can cosplay, I'll do that, too, which I did today because uh, I was working the May the 4th event at our store. It's Intern John. This holiday season, spend more time enjoying the occasion. Safeway simplifies your holiday prep so you can savor every moment. From gift cards to party trays, beer, wine, and delicious desserts, like freshly baked pies, cookies, and custom cakes decorated to order. Safeway is your holiday headquarters. So make sure to visit your neighborhood Safeway today or shop online for easy pickup or delivery. They're here to help you sincerely Safeway. Your favorite local supermarket. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Go check out the Holocron uh, store out at Austin, Texas. If you if we have peoples out there, go visit it. It's awesome. It looks really fun, actually. It is really fun. Um, <laughs> uh, that sounds like a job that I would absolutely love to do. Just yeah, because you... I know everything. Or, I yeah. mean, I don't know everything, but I can like it. I can something that I genuinely love to talk about and, and, and do. So, I mean, that's... that I'm... That's half the job. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Luke literally wants to just do the park and wreck me. I know more than you. <laughs> hey. Last night, hey. a coworker dragged me to Star Wars trivia at some bar in New Jersey, and uh, we won. Kenny, so Kenny, 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 delete that, delete that right now, delete that comment right now. No, keep it up, Kenny. Power moves. No, no, no. Do you want? No, <laughs> you don't want that in there. I do. I do. No, you he don't. He wants to smoke. I want I want the smoke. No, no, because I don't want Cal to see it. Nor Chase Chase you haven't beat the game, have you? That's fallen order, you clown. Fallen order, not survivor. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Did you Have just you forget not? a major yeah, part yeah, of Fallen Order? Up on the side, so. Uh, okay, well, all right, anyway. <sighs> anyway. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Sorry, I was just freaking out for no reason, apparently. Oh, okay. Anyway. It sounds like Luke. Yeah, that sounds like a, a totally <laughs> Luke move. Yeah. yeah that sounds like someone who plays Survivor on story mode. You know what? <laughs> I had to because if I didn't, I'd still be on one boss fight, and it would have, and I probably would have. That sounds like a fight. skill issue, Luke. Exactly right. what they call a skill oh. issue. <laughs> Burn. All right. Well, it's okay. I, I, I mean, I, I think I think Cal, you know, Cal kisses <clears throat> by by Luke. I didn't do anything. That I I I, I, I kicked myself out. That's okay. <laughs> uh, but Just end yeah. The stream. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, everybody in the chat, what do you guys do for Star Wars Day? Thank you all for coming, by the way, uh, and spending your last couple of hours of May the 4th, wherever you are, um, with us. So we really appreciate that. Obviously, Char is not here. Rude. L. Char. Mm. Um, now Sean's replacing, now Sean's replacing Char. Yeah. And Chase is replacing me. (laughs) And I'm just here. It feels like a Great British Bake Off where, you know, they completely replace the hosts and it's the whole <laughs> yeah. Other show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's wild. It's wild. Um, uh, another thing. Have you guys watched all... Have you guys watched any of Visions? Vision Season 2. I watched Vision. Not, not of the, Season 2 yet. I not watched yet. one of the episodes at Celebration. Yes. Was it the Sith? No. It was the racing one. Oh, yeah. That was a good that one. It was great. It was amazing. Uh, it was I will so say... Great. I will say this: Vision season, season one was pretty good. Vision season two, it has, and I said this, it has some of the best storytelling elements in Star Wars, and that's including like all the media put together. I'm I'm <clears throat> like one of the biggest Village Bride fans there are, so yes. it'll be really hard to top that. It's possible, but I don't think so. But I'm I'm excited when so when I when I saw the uh, visions panel pan, visions panel, I, I really liked everything they showed. They showed a little bit of everything, um, yeah. and then they showed the the racing episode. But um, yeah, everything looked incredible. So very excited. No, oh, yeah, I, I I sat down and watched all of them. We didn't do any reactions for that. I I texted the guys the other night about it. They're like, no. I was like. Cool. I can. I mean, it. that was funny last night because me and Char were sending messages in unison at the exact same time. Well, I I swear you guys are like texting each other, say, "Hey, say this at the same no, time." No, we were literally standing next to each bullshit. other. Bullshit! Bullshit! That that's exactly what you did. You literally looked at each other in the face and said, "Hey, say this." <sighs> yes, exactly. And then we just queued our phones up next to each other and we sent the message at the exact same time. You guys are bozos. It was amazing. Bozos. Anyway. anyway also, I'll take for not covering visions. You like did like Game of Thrones or something? Like, come on. Hey, right? I wa- I was oh, I was going to do it, Shakespeare. but I wasn't going to do it by myself. It sounds like your co-hosts are uh, trash. It's it's kind of like it's Whoa. almost like that. I'm like somewhere else entirely in a different setup in a different state. That sounds like oh. excuses to me. Sounds like a skill set <laughs> issue. <laughs> sounds like, exactly. no, it's, sounds it's, like you still haven't found the webcam on your laptop. It, <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's a financial issue. Uh, oh man all right well we're gonna get into uh this episode uh we're gonna talk about the story of this episode
All right, Chase. What's it called again? <laughs> Sound it out, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> what? Cooth, uh, uh, why? why <laughs> Come on. Just win. Win. Kath. Oh, okay. Win Kath. Win Kathu? Win Ka- there you win go. Kath. Ah, there we go. You you uh, have you have successfully breached <laughs> first grade reading. <laughs> I knew this that is this is the where we pull out the Atlantis uh, montage. Shut up. Shut up! That's not even fair anymore. Like we're we're all pet. We're past it. Um. So we're gonna be talking about uh, season three, episode nine. Uh. Basically, it's the rebels crew helping out Hondo after he tried to get cargo, uh, okay. and losing his whole crew. Long and short of it, we get a lot of good moments with Zeb uh, taking control of the situation, being named like the leader of the of the group for this episode. Um, we get to see As Morgan. Uh, whether that's a good or a bad thing, who knows? Um, but there's this episode is pretty pretty fun. I will say that it's really fun. So I my love first As question: Morgan's permadrool. It is great. Right. I, it's so weird. Like, and it's it's just like whenever I see him, it's just like. You look like a wrinkled up ball sack. Like that's literally all I can <laughs> think. yourself up, man. What are you even doing? Yeah, no, yeah. That, go- that goes to those two aliens in Andor. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that is true. Yeah, they are truly the. Or Captain Shaklop. Hey, hey, we do not. <laughs> we do not shame Kim Pen Shaklop. Okay, we do not do that. That's not fair. He's just, just a little guy. He's just a little guy trying to make his way through Canto Bite and not win any money. Okay. He's got a hard life. Anyway, so speaking of Zeb, uh, Zeb does take the lead on this mission. Uh, My first question is, how does his past experiences in the Honor Guard and his interactions with the Rebels reveal personal growth as an individual and his loyalty to the Rebellion? Deep questions, boys. Deep questions. Uh, I I, I can jump in first, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we, we see with it, or with Zeb specifically, that he's really taking on the role seriously. He's putting the rebellion first. Like you even see it when they're offloading the cargo, even like no, the rebellions, proton torpedoes first. Like that's why we're here. Everything else is fluff and we'll get it if we can, but like trying to do it very by the books. Um, but you can also see a lot of times that he does care too, because he doesn't just like act like Ezra's being completely insubordinate, which he kind of is. Oh yeah. Like he's still like, no, come on, man. Like stop, come over here, help me with this. <laughs> Stuff like that. So like he he's still very much so himself. Um but yeah I, I think you, you see him step into the role well uh and it's just kind of the unfortunate circumstance of working with Hondo things just don't always work out as smoothly as you wish it would that makes it kind of look like he uh he kind of messes up by the end of it but honestly he really didn't yeah i would say just like you know Kanan and Hera he's very not loyal to to Hondo at all but he's definitely also one of those like no leave no man behind sort of mentality no yeah definitely and i think it's kind of funny how how he's trying, like I was saying, he's trying to do one thing, and as Morgan and Hondo are only worried about the treasure, and to see those differing of of ways of like not just thinking, but like, hey, let's focus on this, while the other other groups like, hey, we're gonna get this, and how it kind of derails everything. 
because yeah. not, not everything goes well. And, and 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 let's be honest, it usually doesn't go the way it's supposed to be. I mean, half the Rebels episodes is just them like recovering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, coming from a, a, a flub, or 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 just being like being uh, like just living life from the seat of their pants by mm-hmm. the seam of their pants. You know, I it's just like wild. Zeb is also like the only one who's like actively thinking about. Hey, just so you guys know, there's this storm here, right? Like. We have a time limit. We're not just here yeah. to kind of, you know, have a wacky little adventure. Mm-hmm. Like, he yeah. seems to be the one really remembering and reminding everybody of that. Yeah, I think it's interesting because if you look at when they're loading the ghost with the cargo, you kind of like, you don't have to keep track, but you notice that a ton of bombs are being loaded on because Zeb is kind of staying on top of it and no treasure gets loaded on. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, and it's like, it's a funny, it's a funny little bit, but it's like, Zeb, you know, in season one and a little bit in season two, like he's always kind of distracted in the missions. He's definitely like a big part of the ghost crew, but you know, he's always distracted messing with Ezra and stuff like that. Uh, and this like episode when he's in charge, it's just very much like we're here. Like everyone said, we're here to grab the proton bombs and that's what we're doing. And that's what he does. Cause a lot of times we've seen episodes in rebels where they have a mission and it goes wrong and they have to totally scrap everything and, redo it and in this mission uh, things don't go as according to plan but they still get the bombs um Mm -hmm. because of zeb um so i think it's a great moment of growth for him he still has his personality which i think is great yeah um like when they he says close the blast doors and you see the big lightsaber hole that ezra cut and he's like (laughs) i could kill you now Uh, (laughs) no yeah you're absolutely right yeah because you do see that moment where like and and even uh, like I was saying earlier, like Ezra, like he kind of is like even in the beginning of the episode. Oh, Zeb gets to be in charge, like he, because we have seen Ezra be in charge in a lot of these missions, right? Mm-hmm. And to see him kind of react the way that he did was kind of strange, but also not because I mean, last week we were talking about how he was kind of in the mentor role last week. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Um, and now this week he's back to being uh, the second man, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's a, I think it's an interesting aspect that we are taking with Ezra, um, because a lot of this season is him taking charge, um, and he's just not used to being the second man anymore since yeah. Malachor. Well, it's again, it's like they say in the episode with Hera being like. He got to learn about like Hondo not being the most trustworthy. It's always kind of going back to Ezra always seeing the best in people when it comes to like Hondo and Maul. And it's like the ghost crew is trying to make Ezra realize that like 
some of these people are some like unredeemable in some aspects that they need to Ezra needs to stop trying to see the best in people and just kind of learn to take action. Some people are just bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not Hondo. Hondo's great. <laughs> he's great, but great. he's bad. No, yeah. Yeah. He was bad. <laughs> <laughs> like when we first met Hondo in the Clone Wars, like, yes, he's a villain. But he's great now. It's a lovable he's villain. Not, he's <laughs> yeah. Not, he's not, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't categorize him as a villain, though. In the, no, in the first part of Clone Wars, for sure, he's a villain. He's, he's an antagonist. He's an antagonist. I wouldn't call him a villain because I feel like he's not. I mean, he's he, a pirate. He's willing. Like we even see it in this episode too. He's willing to kill. Oh, um, that's true. I guess literally I, I, both of the people he's there with. Just he's like, oh yeah, uh, more treasure for me, maybe. He, he, he the, must have fallen to his doom, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh jeez. And the fact that he. He get, he he uh talks to the Ugnaught and gives him two percent instead of what what was it twenty percent that he was yeah yeah, yeah. one percent no, no, no instead of one percent yeah. oh, he doubled his percentage that's good <laughs> <laughs> also the fact that he just abandoned him on this freighter after the original mission being like I thought you died <laughs> no no yeah 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 nope. yeah just like oh god Hondo okay so somebody uh who was no Chase it was your video right. You you said stitch this and say and, and tell me who would throw the best party. Everyone what in the comments, well, I, I said Sabine because I think Sabine would throw Sabine like would an throw. actually oh, yeah. party. But everyone is right. Hondo would Hondo. throw incredible parties. I mean, just he would, at... but somebody's dying at those parties. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Means getting... Everybody would make it out, and everybody like, dang, that was fun. Or and everybody, or... <laughs> everybody's wallets would be missing too. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and or somebody would be drugged. So, you know, it just happens. But everyone would walk away saying, yeah, that was worth it. <laughs> Not everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Going into Hondo. Hondo, Hondo, Hondo. Uh, so, obviously, he's he's still kind of like what we talked about. Uh, Harris trying to make Ezra a little bit more aware of things. Um, and kind of be like, hey, have your guard up. Yes, it's Hondo, but this is kind of has to be a lesson for you to learn that not everybody is good at heart, right? Um, so my final question of this episode uh, of my section, how does Hondo's presence and his shadowy dealings with the rebels provide contrast to their moral values and goals as they fight against the Empire? And how does it uh, how does it highlight the complex moral landscape of the Star Wars universe? Another deep cut. I try. I try. Um, I would say that, like you know, Honda's rule of thumb is always he's out for himself. Um, so that definitely goes a you know outside of the Ghost Crew's view of the bigger picture of the rebellion and, and what they're striving to achieve. Um, and so, yeah, like Ezra has to learn this lesson that, you know, even though, you know, Hondo is his friend, um, you know, he's got to be wary of everybody. And yeah, just building off what Sean said uh, with the whole, like Hondo's always that for himself. I also think like Ezra sees a little bit of himself in Hondo going back to being a 15 year old that was living in the street, stealing from people. So, Again, I think Ezra is trying to 
change Hondo for the better to maybe like, hey, I was just like you when I was a child, and I see that child like charming you. Why not use your strength for good and turn it against the Empire? Yeah, I think there's definitely like Ezra speaks Hondo's language. He knows that life. And I think there's the sense of familiarity there. It's kind of like going back and like seeing, you know, a childhood friend, not realizing that they're a totally different person. Yeah. Um, similar to, to Hondo, right? Like he's he's somebody who very much so is like literally everyone else comes after me. Right, like me first above all else. Doesn't matter if I lose everything I have as long as I'm alive. It doesn't matter, you know. And and you know, people, treasure, whatever, doesn't really matter. He kind of sees people as assets in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and to have that be such a stark contrast to what Ezra has grown up to be, coming from such a similar kind of space for the majority of his life, like he sees the potential, like. Harith was saying like he sees that good in him that like you could be doing this stuff but you're not and Ezra needs to see that he's not and that like he's not somebody who has changed uh, and you know fundamentally it's up to him to change yeah I, I think also if we look back to the Clone Wars where we're introduced to Hondo is he's very much just living off of the spoils of war where the Republic and the Separatists are just going at each other and they don't really have time to focus on pirates and bandits and stuff like that. Yep. Um, and it's it only kind of pops up when it is like in the way of the Clone Wars. Um, whereas now uh, the Empire is kind of in charge of the entire galaxy. There's not really a, a full-scale war going on yet. And so Hondo isn't able to do the things he used to be able to do. And the empire is in his way. It's in his way of living. You know, he wants to do all the things he does. He wants to profit off of people. He wants to steal things. He wants to, he wants to live the pirate life, but the empire is making that more difficult for him. And so he has no choice, but to do quote the right thing, which is standing Mm -hmm. against the empire. So it's just one of those things, you know, it's like we have an interesting show where we're looking at, you know, someone like Hera who very much cares about the rebellion and wants to make sure that the the good of the galaxy is being done uh, to fight the Empire. You have people like Saw Gerrera who just want the Empire gone at all costs, no matter what it takes. Um, and then you have Hondo, who's just like, is kind of like the bad guy, but also is the bad guy of the bad guy. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's very interesting that the show itself just takes so many different perspectives of, of how the empire is making everyone's life miserable, including a pirate like Hondo. So I think it's a, a really cool concept they've put in the show. Oh, and yeah. as, a cre- as a credit to Hondo, like we've seen that his lifestyle has gotten him as far as the sequel uh, trilogy era. Yeah. Um, so he's, yeah. he's done something to keep himself alive all that yeah. time. No, he's definitely like the embodiment of like just a chaos wild card that just floats around and isn't yeah. really there's no you know wind in the sail that has a purpose it's just random and it's like yep he's just over here, maybe. let's go yeah he's just <laughs> bullshitting his way through life just mm-hmm. literally bullshitting his way through life and he's six and some and people <laughs> let's be real we all know somebody <clears throat> We all know somebody that is that fits the Hondo mold of they can literally get away with absolutely fucking anything and and be successful. You know what I mean? It's absolutely yeah. insane. 
maybe not to the point of like Hondo being a pirate and killing people, but I mean, you know. But yeah, uh, you know, Chase is like, oh, I don't know, I know a guy. Hondo's <laughs> great. I love Hondo. <laughs> <laughs> Right, um, me. I mean, honestly, like I think almost everybody can kind of see themselves in Hondo just because a lot of people have, you know, like imposter syndrome and stuff like that, where it's like, I'm just getting myself through this stuff just by sheer luck and like you know, tenacity. And that's that's a lot of what Hondo is. Well, and let's face it, any character voiced by Jim Cummings is is straight magic. So. He's just a W. True. Yeah, I love Winnie the Pooh. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, Van asks, who do you think would outwit the other, Hondo or Jack Sparrow? Taking Hondo every day of the week. I do love Jack Sparrow. I do love Jack Sparrow, but it's like they're basically the same person. Like, that's literally how they... So I've only seen the Pirates movie, but, like, Jack Sparrow very much comes across as, like, the clumsy, bumbling idiot that just, like, he's he's very... I I would put him more as parallel as Jar Jar Binks. Uh, Wow. Oh, Honestly, I can see it. Oh, right. Combination. Hondo doesn't do anything by mistake. I think is the other thing. Like, Just give uh, Jar Jar some rum yeah. and a sick pirate hat. And, but wait, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on. Counter, counterpoint, counterpoint. Fucking Jack Sparrow in the first movie. Wait, Chase, have you seen any of them? I've seen the first movie. They do. They okay. just the first remember, one. remember in the first one, he purposely cuts himself to become a undead. He's not. Dumb. He doesn't just out of sure. sheer will. Like there's moments where he's where he's actually well mildly now, clever. Well, well, I, again, well, then again, Jar Jar also has done that as yeah. well. So I guess that Jar-Jar does. Jar Jar's not dumb, but he's clumsy, and his clumsiness, yeah. like it's hey, it's on. the thing he's like Shaggy from Scooby Doo, right? It's there just you like go. yeah, like Scoob. Yeah, like it, it, the clumsiness always gets them in the right place at the right time. Like that is, that is their character trope. Like Hondo is very calculated in everything he does. You know, things don't always go according to plan with Hondo, but he's doing things for a reason. He's planning things he's, out and if he's going to betray yeah. someone. He's already knowing he's going to betray them. Right. Yeah. He's the one that I feel like isn't really making the, the errors. It's everyone else around him. That's making the errors. And he's just kind of like, sidestepping everything the whole time yeah he he's a great improviser when things go wrong yeah. he can improvise his way out of it and and successfully do it again like mm-hmm. we said this is the reason he's made it to the sequel trilogy well there's also this is the reason why he's coming back to the ship he's already made it out of it once mm. right like <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah absolutely but that is going to be it for my section uh chase you are Char today. Great. Are you ready to do the lore of this episode? Sure. I've become proud of this podcast. You've constructed the ability to tell three interesting facts is insignificant next to the power of the law. Fact number one, Hondo's the best. <laughs> Yay! And that's uh, yeah. the lore section, everybody. That's the no, lore section. Trying to get you interconnected. This awesome. But in all seriousness, uh, the Waikathi job is basically a series of unfortunate uh, dis- or uncomfortable decisions. You know, the, uh, Ezra has to tell the ghost crew, like, "Hey, we have another job. It's with Hondo." 
uh, which no one wants to hear. And Hera has to agree to that job that also has to deal with um, as Morgan, who she cannot stand. And they have, even have the back forward. Like, I technically own you, right? Um, and Ezra has to let Zeb take the lead after he's been leading for so long. And it's not fun for him. And then Hondo basically has to, the whole reason he went there has to be taken down the drain. And he has to basically say, that's fine. And I'm not going to try to, you know, put everyone else at risk because of that. We do see Hondo grow in this, in this episode of like, he totally would have, you know, stolen another ship or had a backup plan to get it, but he, he didn't get his treasure at all. Um, and he said, he does say, uh, you know, tr the greatest treasure I got was my friendship, which, which is true. Uh, and it's something that we learned with the gross crew, but this reflects later on in the, in the show. Um, and, uh, I think Hondo really does become a, a really good asset and an ally to the cast uh, in a more positive light after this show, because I think they all see like, yes, Hondo, this was not Hondo's plan. This was kind of just the side effects of doing this, but they got the proton bombs. Like that's, that's what was important to them. And Hondo was okay with that. Um, so I think we see this kind of prominently highlighted with the crew and also the subsequent characters along the way. Hondo does gain a little bit of morality in this, uh, in the show, and then we'll start to see it in the next couple episodes and also especially in season four, definitely in the end on Lothal with mm -hmm. Hondo, we get a lot. Um, other examples are like Cham, uh, Sindula, like learns to let go and trust Hera. Uh, and Sabine's entire clan learns to put aside a lot of their tribal differences and serve their people in uh, instead of just themselves and their own unique clan. So the question I have, guys, is much more simple. How has Star Wars helped you grow? That's such an easy question. That was such a softball. <laughs> it's May the 4th. Uh, we'll take it easy. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, I guess I'll answer it first. I mean, honestly, it's literally all of this, all of you guys, right? Like, I have so many more friends at this point in my life. I've been consistently at, like, the happiest I've been in my entire life when it comes to Star Wars and stuff like that. Like, there's I have a single tattoo, and it's for Star Wars, right? Like, that's the thing that has really helped me through a lot of hard times in my life and also has kind of like been the treat for me too when getting through a lot of those struggles getting to look and see all of the awesome people i have around and a lot of those awesome people helped you know push me to even start my own streams and projects and stuff like that too so it's like it's just it's truly a found family for me yeah, just to piggyback off that, yeah, it's um, finding this community really, you know, starting TikTok has really helped me get out of my shell. Um, I've met so many great people um, who just all love the same thing I do. And that's really great. Uh, just having this huge community of people um, that we can talk nerdy uh, things, you know. <laughs> I mean, not to just echo everyone else's statements, but literally today, my May 4th post just being like, here's all the times that like, this found family has just done like amazing things. And it's just, again, going all the way to Anaheim and Europe and then meeting up with all these people now going to Chicago. It's like this just insane found family that like truly, I feel like there's just like no other, like this community 
has built like so many great friendships and so many great moments. Yeah. I mean, sorry, I was just taking care of Chewy because, you know, he'd be barking. But um like my video, um like and it's just what everybody else has been saying. Like I Star Wars like who would have thought in 1977 that we would still be talking about this stupid fucking space opera almost 50 years later from when it came out. 50 years. It's om- it's it's almost done a trip uh double nickel. You know what I mean? Like that's 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 wild. No math ain't math. Yeah, man. <laughs> Uh, a half century is, I think, what you're looking for. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Who cares? You know what I meant. I want to say double, <laughs> double nickel because there's only one reference to double nickel anyway. Um, but it's it just like everybody said. It's like it's it's created opportunities for everybody. You know what I mean? Like I never thought starting this podcast I would ever, ever, in my wildest dreams, meet any any of you. Did you ever um, think about the fact, like, when you were a kid, like, I'm going to grow up and have a podcast? Never. Because podcasts right? weren't a fucking thing, Cal. Remember. we Radio show. Thing. Yeah, radio show. Maybe. <laughs> no, but in yeah. general, too. Like, even radio podcasts were a thing, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I, I personally never foresaw myself being on a podcast. Yeah. Right? Like, I listen to them all the time. Never thought I would be on them. And now you're just so regular. Right? I mean, regular here. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I forget who made the joke, but like, I always go back to this joke when it comes to podcasts. It's like the modern day podcast is the equivalent of just creating a band in like the early 2000s no, or 90s. Literally. <laughs> like, we've literally gone on tour. <laughs> Quite literally. Literally. No, like, it literally no. has. Like, it's, it's wild. Like, I met Alanis through this dumb, stupid thing. You know, and I, I've never been happier in my entire life than, and and it's because this big, this stupid fucking franchise. It's because of the stupid fucking franchise. Like it's so ridiculous to me. It's 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 insane. Like uh, it's just it's wild. And I mean, I like. And it's it's just it's just so Brock. Brock, Brock, <laughs> so lame. Hey, Brock. Yo, freaks. Well, no cap. Brooke, no cap. Brooke. No, no cap. Yeah, right. Brooke is absolutely, absolutely right. Uh, I, you know what'd be even funnier if that was Brad. If that were Brad typing. <laughs> <like that>. <laughs> <laughs> if so, love you, Brad. I'll see you soon. Anyway, uh, um, no, it it is so wild. It is so wild because I, I feel like the friendships that I've made on here, I will have for the rest of my life. Oh, um, sure. I will. I will. I will always have a a, a good friend in Chase. I mean, we're we're probably closer than that. Um, like I can, I can, I, I, I can feel comfortable talking to you guys about absolutely anything, and I, I haven't been able to feel like that in years with 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 other friends. You know what I mean? And it's just so oh, weird yeah. that I can have that connection through through a franchise like this. And through like the internet, because you know, back in the day, people were like, "Oh, you got internet friends? Are they even real?" Like it's it's so weird now that the that the narrative has been flipped on its head. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh yeah. Well, I think I mean, the I think the pandemic really helped people like yes. find themselves again, 
and find what they're passionate about, um, reconnecting with people, even if it wasn't face to face. Um, yeah, and just form it like I think one of the best things to come out of this pandemic, um, you know, is this community that's really taken off. Um, and we're in the golden age of Star Wars, y'all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we really yeah. are. Spoiled. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Paid actor portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's E-T-H-O-S life dot com slash audio. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's like, yeah, I, I I can echo kind of what everyone else said. Like, yeah, like all of you guys, everyone in the chat, everyone that's kind of just come out, come out of like the TikTok community. It's been great. Like I would have never probably gone to Star Wars Celebration uh, if I like just by myself. Like, yeah, I, I've gone to a bunch of other smaller conventions and, and stuff like that. And it's always fun. I've done it by myself. But, like, yeah, it's like I like Star Wars, but, you know, I don't I don't, I don't know. Like I, I wasn't even into like the Clone Wars. I hadn't watched Rebels before, like you know, getting he into just the TikTok finished community. it last week. I just finished <laughs> Rebels last week. Um, yeah. But like, I, I read the books, like, and I played all the video games. So like, my yeah. knowledge was like wild. And something like that's even more wild now is, I have like, a huge connection to Hera, not because of Rebels, but because of Alphabet Squadron. Like that's how I knew Hera. Um, but and kind of piggyback, yeah. Like she's a big part of Alphabet Squadron, and that's <laughs> why like, like, like that character is great. And just seeing her in, in like, so that's why like her seeing her in live action is like, oh my god. Like to me, she's a character. From, I know chronologically in real life, it was the other way around. But like to me, she's a book character being brought to life. But um, yeah, I mean, like I think just me wanting to fly, you know, planes comes from Star Wars, watching the trench run over and over again. You know, that was a big part of me. I think like even just the way I view the world like comes from Star Wars of like, it's so funny to me seeing people on the internet, like being a huge prequel defender in the two thousands and now a sequel defender. Um, and just like y'all really missed the point of Star Wars. Like we didn't watch the same movie. Did we like the people who are really in love with Anakin Skywalker? I'm just like, you missed it. You totally missed the point. <laughs> are, you, are you taking shots at me right now? Yeah, 100%. I'll, I'll take them all day. 
Uh, but no, like like the way the way I view the world, the way I <laughs> view like people, and the way I interact, and when I like the things I care about in the real world, and the things I don't care about, like are kind of based yeah. off of how Star Wars has like shaped that kind of like worldview of like what is good, what is bad, how do we how do we view and perceive everything? Kind of comes from how Star Wars did it, you know. Luminous beings are we? Like that was a that was a big moment in my life. So yeah. No, yeah, and and it is crazy. It's crazy that everybody, yeah, it's it's so wild. Uh, speaking of Brooke, I'm gonna pull it up since Char usually does it. But if you're looking for cool Star Wars, uh, Marvel, DC, uh, House of the Dragon stuff, uh, go to Far Far Away Factory. That is Brooke's one stop shop for everything nerd. Uh, she has everything from T-shirts, hoodies. Uh, she's I think she's going to do more um, custom stuff. Uh, and I think later in the fall, um, uh, she did my uh, Vader shoes, my uh, Vader Air Force Ones, or my Vader Jordans. Uh, she's got a whole bunch of stuff, so go over to farfarawayfactory.com or farfarawayfactory on Etsy. Uh, you can follow them on Instagram at farfarawayfactory. Um, and follow Brooke at underscore bedazzler underscore and go check out her Jedi Survivor streams because they are literally gold. You can't see me, but I'm wearing a Far Far Away Factory shirt, shirt so. <laughs> so there you go. Um, you sure might have managed to order more stickers from Brooke. <laughs> yes, 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 absolutely, absolutely. All right, okay. Is everyone uh, wearing a Star Wars shirt but me? I'm not. I'm wearing a uh, critical role shirt. Oh, look at you! For D and D too. Okay, so I'm oh really yeah, I got a Star Wars hat behind me. I'm the only one not in a dorky ass T-shirt. Good. Oh okay. I have the official you know, I was, I was Star Wars celebration. Inside of you, Chase, but I guess I'm on my own. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing um, a, a grindcore band T-shirt. So. Ooh, look oh, at you! Oh, yeah. Look at you! Neat. Hard man. I mean, okay. we all knew this already. <laughs> Didn't need this this little bit to, to remind us all. Um, oh, I do need I do need to remind everyone <laughs> as oh, often geez. as I can. <laughs> all right, and uh, that's gonna be it for the lore section. I think the, the two get the two guest hosts, and I'm this is I'm not gonna take this. I'm not saying this lightly. Char, you got some fucking you, you got some work to do, man. With Carter and Chase? With both of those two. Last week's was good. And and Chase knocked it out of the park. So I mean, Char, the, the bar's been set. Gotta 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 meet that. Gotta meet it. But um now on I don't know to... who Clown Baby is, but thank you, Clown Baby. That's, that's <laughs> <me>. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go. Uh um, but now we're gonna talk about the interconnectedness of this story. Harriet, you ready to go? I'm ready to go. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Let's get into the interconnectedness. You like dubstep? Because I like dubstep as well. The inspiration for the DT Centauri droids were the Dark Troopers from the Legends game, Dark Forces. With their inconclusion... <laughs> oh <my> God, <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry i was really hoping that they would retroactively put the the music no literally as i was watching the episode i was going blah, 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 blah. Oh, <laughs> every time they would go on screen the needles 
With their inclusion in Star Wars canon in The Mandalorian, I have two questions. One in universe, one in the other outside of the universe. In universe, do you think Dr. Pershing's removing of the humans inside the Dark Troopers was him looking at the old sentry droids from Rebels and Jedi Survivor? Good question. Interesting. Go ahead and take it, because my dog is barking yet again. Here we go. I just have a big old shrug on that. I don't even know what that we're talking about. <laughs> um, I, I think the the question more or less is: Doctor Pershing developed the the sentry droids instead of having people because they're more basically kind of more effective um, and more dangerous because uh, they don't necessarily die when they shoot, get shot. Right, because it's like again, like obviously we see that like the DC sentry droids and the dark troopers are very similar be because they're inspired by the same thing. So that, that I can just segue that into my out-of-universe question. So, again, obviously with the Star Wars canon, we've seen like a pattern of them constantly going back to Legends and retreading ideas from Legends. Do you think that is a good idea or a bad thing? And if so, why? Um, as far as the, uh, the in-universe uh, question with, with Dr. Pershing... Um, yeah, I, I think it's I think it's good because I think it's it's just one of those things of like when we look at the Clone Wars uh, and the prequels, we have kind of like the B one battle, B twos, the Droidicas. Like we have these different tiers, and then there's things that like are, it's like oh yeah, the B ones are whatever, but then the Droidicas are something else to be like considered as like a problem. Um, and I think the uh, the DT Sentry droids, um, it's it's just I think there's a, a part of it that. Maybe it's not in universe, but there's a like there's just a fear of machinery from a lot of people, and I I would argue that this was kind of a failure on the prequel success in the game Republic Commando of making these giant horrifying machines that will kill you. It didn't really work in the movies, but it, I think it really works mm. with Rebels. It definitely works in the Mandalorian of like those things are super dangerous and super terrifying, and I think even if we go to Rogue One with I. Uh, blanking on the name, uh, but the troopers that are with uh, Krennic in the very Death Troopers, yeah, Death, Death Troopers. troopers. Um, like just the, you can't the inaudible radio chatter, just the the pure me mechanical noise. But there's a person in there, like that is terrifying. And obviously the jet black mm -hmm. coat, you know, adds to that. So I think it, it is the idea of like, you know, you shoot a stormtrooper, right? He falls, he dies. You shoot a, a dark trooper droid, it doesn't stop. And that's what's scary about them. And so I think it's really great. But as far as the out of universe, hell yeah. Bring as much of the good expanded universe in. Because there's so much good stuff. There's also a ton of bad stuff. And that stuff's uh, yeah. I was going to say, like, there's a lot of legends that's very convoluted. And yeah. a lot of storylines that don't make sense. Um, and obviously, they're not going to touch a lot of the stuff that has to deal with, like, the legacy characters um because we've ob obviously already seen that they're not going with like the twins and mm -hmm. that kind of storyline there but there's definitely like you know some really cool characters that they can still pull out of legends or some you know alien races that they can pull out of legends that might work in the in the current canon um you know you know mara jade's kind of a slippery slope um it'd be really cool to see um yeah It'd be cool to see, you know, the good parts, but definitely leave out the parts that don't make sense at all. <laughs> yeah, oh, like yeah. Uh, Luke doing, like messing with wormholes. 
or black holes. That was dumb as shit. I don't there, care who you are. There's definitely a way to do, I think, more hard science fiction in Star Wars where we get into more cosmic stuff, like more like, hey, mm-hmm. like there's a black hole here. What do we do with it? You know, what 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 is the force truly capable of? Like there's there is a way to explore that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think the expanded universe did it particularly well. I think there's stuff out there, like when we look at the old republic, there is amazing force lore from especially Knights of the Old Republic too. Like Kreia oh, yeah. is kind of a sufferable character, but is like the most interesting character yeah when it comes to the force and like the, the, the concept of a character that is like i think the force should die i think we're all better off without it and and having a, a like a reason behind it and, and it's something that hasn't been really touched on uh in canon yet um and even kind of going back to where we started like with the droids i think there are a ton of droids i think there's a ton of ships i think there's a ton of lightsabers i think there's a ton of weapons that were really cool there's also really stupid ones like we don't need a tie tank oh, yeah. we we don't need the tie crawler but there's lots of cool ties like the uh x-wing advanced um was a super cool modification and we are seeing stuff with that like with resistance we're seeing like how like stuff uh evolved um and kind of having stuff like the z95 uh, showing up uh, recently, um, like that's great, um, and that stuff is from the expanded universe. So, yeah, like m- the, there's tons of stuff that even if it was from a bad book or a bad comic, it's there's still cool stuff in there. Like some of the new ties that have come out were inspired by um, the expanded universe, and it's great to see them. Um, some of the what was it? Um, there was a uh, Andor's gun is um kyle katarn's blaster oh Uh, yeah so stuff like that like i think it's super important because a lot of people like had like almost careers on on this stuff and kind of honoring and respecting that and like oh yeah yeah, there's so much stuff here there's such a rich universe there let's bring as much as we can again we don't need chewy to get crushed by a moon like the whole and like you clearly didn't read enough of the expanded universe and like I, I watched a video today. It wasn't a very good video, but the guy made a good point of like uh, the old Republic cinematics were the biggest clickbait of all time. Uh, Cause the, oh. game, cause the game was nothing like that. And the game was fun, but like mm-hmm. I, I'm starting to, and he said like a lot of people today who are younger and really like the old Republic, uh, a lot of them probably didn't play Knights of the old Republic. What they probably did was watch the old Republic cutscenes and saw really cool, fancy lightsaber f- fights with slow motion, mm-hmm. and, like, channeling force energy from one lightsaber blade to another and to another person. Like, yeah, it's super cool. But like, I have to remind people: Darth Bane flew a pterodactyl through the vacuum <laughs> of space to get to a moon. Like that, <laughs> like quintessential old Republic book right? The old Republic book trilogy and the Darth Bane trilogy. That's stupid. Like, going back and rereading mm-hmm. the Darth Bane trilogy, like, recently, I was like, this was like, Drew Carperson should not write books. He should write video games. Uh, he should leave everything as o- open-ended as he possibly can, because man, that book feels like it was written by a 14-year-old. Uh, <laughs> it's like, definitely <laughs> cool stuff. Lots of cool lore, lore there. Um Clown baby Chad behavior. Yeah, that is a total Chad move is to fly a pterodactyl through the vacuum of space into a moon. Um, and like, and what was cool is they like quote canonized uh force breath, 
um, which is in KOTOR 2, where you could like hold, you know, you basically create a, a bubble seal around you using the force and like you could go into the vacuum of space, you can go into gas, you know, poisonous gases, gaseous rooms and stuff like that. So yeah, still dumb as hell. We don't need right. that. I think kind of to like the point or like the title of this segment, I, I think you really can bring legends into canon, but it is about how you actually take the time to connect it to other elements of the galaxy. So it feels cohesive. I remember when I was a kid and I would like grab up some of the legends books at like my local library or at like a book fair and stuff like that at school, I would start to kind of read it or read the, the back of it and kind of try and get the synopsis of it. And it's like, none of this made any sense because like you would put two books next to one another that are written by different people. And they're talking about two different events kind of in the same period of time that are, have them doing two wildly different things. And it's like, while there are ways to write a complex of enough life for those to all fit in, it does get to the point for me personally, when it's like, what is this adding to Star Wars with this story being told? Is this changing the characters in any way? Is this bringing light to new theming across the galaxy and stuff like that, or a perspective that like we never got that it really helps us to have? Um, and it's kind of the, the the delicate dance with all of that to be like, how can we fit this in in a way that actually matters makes sense and doesn't contradict either you know existing lore or um events we already know happen mm -hmm. right it'd be like if they did the prequel movies and completely left out the concept of the clone wars right like we hear the line in a new hope we know that they had happened mm -hmm. with obi-wan specifically if they just didn't happen it would be really confusing no yeah absolutely well and, and and this is kind of a good segue, um, like talking about bringing legends into canon. I mean, they the the best the best way of like bringing an example is Thrawn, is mm -hmm. when they brought Thrawn into Rebels. Yeah, I mean he's I... not he he's not Peepaw Thrawn from Heir to the Empire, but it's 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 finding a way to make that character make sense within the continuity of what you're trying to do in the story. Right. right. And the reason why I was bringing up the, the DT sensory droids comparing them to the dark troopers is I just find this very interesting that it's like they basically adapted the dark troopers essentially twice. If you think about it, one just got way more focused than the other. Well, and you also have to remember the jet troopers from the battlefront two video game were kind of like that in a way with the whole, they were actual people, but they looked like the dark troopers. But Chase, you were you were gonna say something? Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it was it was kind of more of the expanded universe stuff, um, mm -hmm. and, and something that I don't know if other people have kind of felt it, but like I had severe like book burnout, um, kind of pre Knights of the Old Republic, and then a little bit after Knights of the Old Republic, and like it was I was literally at the point of like if I see the word Luke Skywalker one more goddamn time. <laughs> I'm never going to look at anything Star Wars ever again. And and it's what's really frustrating for me personally is that's carried over into canon. Oh, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. like when I'm reading a book, right? And I'm like, oh, this is great. And like, and then Luke Skywalker walked in like, get the fuck out of here, man. We have had. <laughs> of 
Uh, <laughs> thing for me is I feel like I have such a contradictory experience with Luke than like most of the classic Luke fans. I remember watching the original trilogy, and to me, there wasn't really a single character that like resonated with me. It wasn't until like Obi Wan with the the prequels that I was like, oh, here's a character I can kind of get behind, and and it feels more of like yeah. me. So for me, I never really had a connection to Luke. I had saw him like you did in all the books all the time. I'm like, why is this character like everywhere? <laughs> with in everything. So, so I reread Rogue Squadron last year, and it's interesting because they kind of use it's because it was a pretty early like book, kind of like right after Heir to the Empire. I think it was like 93, 94 when Stackpole wrote it. Um and they use like Luke Skywalker like almost as a derogatory term of like if you're when you're trying to do something heroic you pull a Luke Skywalker like you do something dangerous that you probably can't get through it's like oh yeah the way to Luke Skywalker that one you know uh, and I think that's interesting and that's what again I think a lot of people really enjoyed about the Old Republic was it was so detached it, yeah fresh perspective and I, on star wars and that's kind of what the high republic is doing now yes uh, yeah. it's just like <laughs> look luke is not showing up because none of these people are with the exception of yoda and yaddle right none of these characters are born yet uh this yep. hasn't happened and like i haven't gotten super far into the high republic but um like it seems very interesting the aesthetic of it i think is way more interesting in certain way it's i think it's more and less interesting in different facets compared to the old republic yeah um but i like, mean in, in like the specs of technology like versus like the old republic where it's like oh look we go four thousand years into the past and technology is essentially the same while with the high republic you're like technology is starting to develop and change yeah i think that's why i'm so excited about the acolyte is it's going to just be so far removed from the skywalker saga we're yeah. just going to get something so fresh that still involves like you know the force and the dark side yeah mm -hmm. and and i it, you know with the timelines book you know kind of very much saying like hey the old republic existed like we're not dismissing it like i'm very excited to see where they take that um yeah i do, i yeah. i can totally see and i know it'll piss so many little fanboys off but like you can do the old republic without revan you can 100 mm -hmm. do that that this he, is also going to come from somebody who has revan's lightsaber on their desk you totally can Revan like is an interesting story. The story of Bastila and Revan and Malik is interesting. It is a good mm -hmm. story worth telling. Is it the central thing to the Old Republic? No. no not even Absolutely close. Absolutely not. It's one like, of the many stories. <laughs> yeah. So like there's there's lots of things to do. The Dawn of the Jedi, like I, I think like I'm a big fan of Dawn of the Jedi into the void. Um and I know I'm going on a huge tangent about the expanded universe. Sorry. Uh no. But okay. like, I think you can do that. That is a, a story about pre lightsaber Jedi's and like that, like spoiler alert, that book kind of ends with the invention of the lightsaber um, and the invention of hyperspace. Um, Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kids' tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. 
Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com slash audio. Paid actor portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's E-T-H-O-S life dot com slash audio. Which is like a really cool concept and and not to like correct, but like the technology was very different in the high Republic. Like there was stuff that like was kind of like shelved, but there's just a lot of stuff that like they didn't have um, comparatively um, and a lot of stuff. So I think the old Republic is a very interesting era. I love the old Republic uh, and I'm excited to see where they take it. So no, side I... note, side note, the, um, the, one of the guys who like designed Revan came into our store today. <laughs> nice. Yeah, like yeah. he worked on Knights of the Old Republic. He's worked with Lucasfilm and LucasArts. Austin, so. um, and he's currently the art director for the um, Star Wars Hunters game that's coming out. Oh, oh nice. That's awesome. That was a fun game. The aesthetic of the public like randomly is, showed up. Yeah, that aesthetic is phenomenal. Like that, it is. It is just one of those things. Like it is the thing they nailed is this is so different, but it's so Star Wars. Like, yeah. Like, the the in the first game when you're in the little turret sections in the Ebon Hawk, like the Ebon Hawk is like the Millennium Falcon, but it's not, and it feels right. And and the little ships you're fighting, like those little like Sith, uh, you know, fighter pods, you've never seen anything like it, but it feels like it belongs in Star Wars. And uh, that's what I think was so successful about that that whole era was how like whoever that guy was, um, like did such an amazing job of like nailing like nailing and understanding what Star Wars was. So, no, yeah, mm-hmm. no, yeah, you're absolutely right, and I feel like that's that. And in Chase, that's how I feel when I watch Visions. Yeah, like when I watch Visions, it's like, holy shit, the most wackiest shit can can happen. And I feel like my brain, I can shut off my brain watching that because it's like mm-hmm. I don't need to worry about continuity. It's you know just what I mean? Fun. It's just fun, and I feel like that's why the storytelling elements of that. I feel like if they were able to do it. I think the High Republic, and I think the I think that's what they're going to try to do with the Acolyte. Not as not as crazy as the animation as of Visions and stuff like that, but like having the story beats. It, it Visions is 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 more Star Wars than I've ever seen Star Wars be Star Wars. If I'm going to be completely honest, right? And I'm like, oh yeah, I was saying yeah. Even the first season of Visions, like, believe it or not, the only story I don't think couldn't be canon is toby yeah um, 
No, you're absolutely like, right. Even Ninth Jedi, that is that that is very clear. That is so far in the future that like the way lightsabers interact with kyber crystals could be totally different by then. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ninth like, Jedi is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Ninth Jedi is great. Village Bride always will be my favorite, but Built even 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 the duel. Um yes. like duel is great. Um nothing and that was like, you know, it's not like I'm upset about it, but it was kind of disappointing that I'm like, none none of this couldn't be canon. You know, like you could say Ninth Jedi takes place 3000 years after Return of the Jedi and you'd be like, oh, yeah, this is great. Yeah, yeah no, this totally works. Um, yeah, it, it'd just be like right after Ray rebuilt the Jedi Jedi Order. No, thousands, thousands of years. Of years. Yeah. 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 Like it's just everything. Uh, uh, yeah. Like Pat, Tatooine Rhapsody works. Yeah, like Tatooine. Oh, that one made like, me cry because it just made me so happy to see yeah, like music band in Star Wars. Music <laughs> exists in Star Wars, and you know we're starting to you know even when in Jedi Fallen Order, it starts with Cal listening to like basically music. rock music, uh, alien rock music through his headphones. Like it, and yeah. there's no reason anything from Visions. Okay, the twins doesn't work. Sorry. Yeah, they, yeah, they, <laughs> that's probably my like least favorite one. Yeah, especially twins. when they started I, fighting in space. I, I love like the, the twins. Visually, yes, the twins is visually unapologetically bad. badass. Like, yes, mm-hmm. agreed. It is. Yeah. It is like someone. Someone said like they listened to a quote from George Lucas saying, "Oh, we just follow the rule of cool," and they're like, "Got it. Rule of cool done." <laughs> yeah, gotcha. it's like what's the coolest thing that could possibly happen in star wars it's the twins that's that's yeah the, the premise exactly so, yeah and then, i mean the concept it doesn't was cool. like it yeah. was like if luke and leia had you know grown up in the dark side like yeah. this is what would happen but oh yeah yeah no it's, it's kind of its own little what if in a way but it, it again it's is it's just it's fun right like whether or not it could be or is canon doesn't matter it's just it's it it has that star wars feel because it's almost like not even a a franchise anymore it's almost its own like genre yeah at that point mm-hmm. and it, it really captures it so well no yeah Absolutely. yeah i mean even the the one we saw at celebration it they nailed like it's just it's yeah. stop motion it's it's very wallace and gromit uh they nailed it like it's like yes yeah, it, imagine if wallace and gromit were in star wars yes it feels Star Wars. Nothing in that episode feels out of place or impossible. No, yeah, you're absolutely right. Having watched that episode that you're talking about, it's, it's so good. It's it so is adorable. So good. It is so. Oh, I'm excited. That's it, what I'm gonna do tonight. It it hits it hits all the beats of Star Wars. I will say that. But that's gonna be it for interconnectedness. Chase, you ready for your second job? Three interesting facts about a certain Rebels arc that you didn't know about until now. It just hit me that was a recording. (laughs) What? What'd you say? I I just realized that was a recording. (laughs) That it was a charge just popping in for a second. Well, no. To save myself from the embarrassment of not... That has always been a recording and George didn't just say it every time. Uh, Yeah. No, Absolutely. he does. So, so he, 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 I always play it. He always plays it first and then he goes, part whatever. And then he just does it. But Chase, mm-hmm. just do it. You're good. Great. Part 33, the Win Kathu. 
job edition. Fact number one, two different concepts for this episode. Uh, the original name of the episode was the Commodia job and later Pirates of the Commodia system as the planet spiral flush of atmospheric turbulence inspired by a toilet joke or two. Better taste prevailed and the planet was renamed Uncathu. Uh Yeah, uh, there's a lot of bad jokes in Star Wars uh, that I really enjoy. I do enjoy that all the Abanitas are um, Beastie Boy songs. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's that's a great little little thing but fact number two i know oh yeah go go like okay in the force awakens uh the the but no damage that guy his name Mm -hmm. is elo asti (laughs) yeah that's amazing yeah Yeah. all of the all of the abednitos that have names are named after bc boy songs um that's amazing that's so fucking epic uh fact two of the wincathe job uh not the rest of Star Wars. Uh, during development, the story was likened <laughs> to be a cross between a disaster movie and a heist flick. As an analogy, during the story conference, the cargo ship was likened to a World War II German train filled with looted European treasure. The theme, working together, is always more profitable than l- only looking after your own interests. Amazing. Fact three. <laughs> Indiana Jones. Artifact appearance. The Twi'lek... The Twi'lek Art of, Ark of the Covenant. There's a Twi'lek Ark of the Covenant? Oh. Huh. <laughs> I love this. I love this. One. I know that it's in Indiana Jones. I was like, I just got really side-blinded. Blindsided. <laughs> Anyways, the Twi'lek Ark of the Covenant, can, first seen as a background element in the Clone Wars, is among the treasures aboard the transport, which is the same transport in Season 2. Of uh, the Bad Batch. Hey! Very cool. And those are the three interesting facts said by Three Jake. interesting facts. Bam! Um, All right. I can, I can add a fourth Jay. interesting fact to this. Oh, fine. Oh. Fourth one. Okay. Originally, the DT Century Doors were supposed to be probe droids, and they're like, this is boring. Let's basically just do the Dark Troopers. And that's how we got the DT Century Doors. Nice. And canon. Nice. All right, everybody. Let's 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 rank this episode. Uh Sean. Um I'm gonna go with uh Admiral on this one. Alright. Alright, okay. Uh Cal. Despite me saying, Oh man, it's Rebels, every episode's a grand admiral. This one's this one's a captain. <laughs> good. I love that. It's a good time. Uh, but uh, like it's it's not it's not like for me, it's not a necessary view for Rebels, personally. But I'm, I'm I would also argue that every episode of everything is a necessary view, so I'll contract I, myself there. Except for Clone Wars. You've seen the guy on TikTok that's been talking about Mandalorian Season 3 is just such a waste of time, and it's just like, it's just comparing a, like a 12-episode season to like an hour-and-a-half movie, and it's like, there's just exposition everywhere, and I'm like, that makes it's, me. That makes a, me. That makes me want to run through a fucking brick wall and then just end up killing myself. Wait, just, just like, this is a, a television show. All television shows are all exposition all the time. Yeah, exactly. It's look at this. Look, is the yeah. third season. I just. I can't, yeah, I, it's it's I, not I, meant to be a one and done. It's meant to be a series. I can't wait till we get to the Disney Plus shows, and like we start talking about those. Those are going to be a whole lot of fun. 
because like a volunteer's is... tribute. Same. <laughs> oh, I mean, we're gonna be talking like three, four years away here, boys. Because uh, uh, three to four years. Are Are we sure about that, Luke? <laughs> I mean, we'll get to Resistance in September, which Chase is going to be an honorary host of that, by the way. Um, yeah. <laughs> You've been voluntold. Yeah. No, yeah, you are. Because Chase you have such a you, tribute, no, apparently. No, no, because you literally have more passion about that show than anybody else I know, and I feel like you're the per- perfect person to, to, to like. because I'm the only one in the Star Wars community with good taste. <laughs> okay, with the good taste on, what's the rank of this episode then, Chase? It's an admiral. Uh, I'd say if it wasn't for Hondo, I'd probably get a captain. I'm like, okay, this is another, <laughs> this is another fun Rebels heist job, right? It's you fun, know, but it's got Hondo, so it can't be with that logic. Less I'm changing to admiral. It's Hondo. Yeah. <laughs> if it's, if point, Hondo's Chase. in it, in it, it can't be anything less than admiral. That's okay. fair. It okay. is Hondo. It is Hondo. That is fair. Uh, Harith. I literally love how I was going to open it with, well, at least Cal saved my ass by saying he was captain. And then he had to go switch his stance to Admiral. So I guess I'm switching my stance to Admiral, too. I'm a basic yeah, yeah, yeah. to the pressure. He's making All right. change. You should learn right. to like be your own person. Yeah. <laughs> Stand up um, for yourself. In that- in in that case, I'm calling it a captain. I don't care if yeah, Hondo is in it. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I'm going to go captain. I guess I go with my original fuck opinion. Oh, 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 oh okay. okay. Yeah, I'm fuck gonna change it to no. Grand Admiral. You fucking <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, chaos is the ladder, bitches. Uh, oh my god. Oh, okay, guys. That's Twilight gonna Apprentice. Be... Mid. Oh wow. All right. Well, Mid Light of the Apprentice. We are going to get. We are going. Oh my god. We are going to get. <laughs> the wavelengths before we get canceled. We never um, but that's going to be any episode of Resist or Rebels is better than any episode of Clone Wars, so it's fine. I Facts. Canon. This was better than I, 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 I can't. I can't. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. It's better than every episode of Clone Wars. I, I appreciate that, Cal. I appreciate that. I genuinely do. <laughs> but we covered the Clone Wars. So what is that saying? Cal. Yeah, you're, you're bigger than it. That's what I'm saying. You've already been there, done that. You're you're larger than that. Man. I got roasted. Oh, speaking of which, the, the the I did the randomized like I pick out shows like one through five at a random order. Oh, yeah. I got absolutely roasted for putting Obi Wan and Rebels at one and two, and Clone Wars at four. I'd put Clone Wars at five. I mean, Luke. I mean, Luke. I was reading those. Why are you surprised? Edgelord uh, yeah. teenagers are gonna edgelord Ed- teenage. No, this is this is an app for teenagers that like grew up on this and and like learned nothing from the Clone Wars, learned nothing from the prequels. Nope. Um, these little peanut brain babies. Yeah. Whoa. Smooth brain. <laughs> Smooth brain. Smooth brains. Can I get they that thing? They don't. They don't have that resistance galaxy brain yet. <laughs> <laughs> Chase, I need you to do the meme that's like all the brains, and then resistance that's like the really like big, like oh, yeah, <laughs> the Vince yeah, McMahon the... laser eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I right. can, I can, I can do that. I, I've got. It wouldn't be all the shows; it would just be like perspectives on resistance. But yes, I can do that for you. <laughs> there we go. There we go. All right, guys, that's gonna be it for this episode. Uh, Obi Sean, where can the good people find you on the social medias? Uh, the great people can find me at obi.sean underscore kenobi on TikTok and Instagram, obi.sean underscore kenobi with two eyes on Twitter. 
You can also catch me at the Holocron store in Austin, Texas, um, usually on Thursdays and Fridays. Um, and I wanted to give a special shout out to As Morrigan, played by the legendary James Hahn. Uh, Rebels guest star voice acting is always stacked. Yep. Yep. Cal. Uh, the good people can find me on TikTok at Cal for Instagram, pretty much the same thing everywhere on the internet. Uh, we are kind of taking a break on Twitch TV. Normally that's where I am. It's just twitch.tv forward slash Cal for, but, uh, computers take a little bit of a booby. So I'm going to probably make more TikToks here soon. <laughs> because there I'll have the go. time. There we, <laughs> there we go. Go follow them everywhere. Uh, Harith, where can the good people follow you? Well, when I'm not hologramming into the podcast, you could find me at Harith Productions on TikTok and Instagram, Harith underscore edits on Twitter. And of course, you could find me here on the pod ones. Why uh, the when fuck you fuck did you not just put like a Star Wars hologram Photoshop filter on your like a I literally oh, thought about it halfway oh, through the episode, oh. but I did not have the time and I did not have the energy. Well, this is the, that's gonna be it for the, the no that okay. So when any uh, any of us is is not able to be on camera, they have to be in hologram form. And I I was thinking about like sending you like a hologram like audio Real file, speaking. and like every time I speak, you just hear. <laughs> <laughs> we, need to, we need to all get like one of those VTuber things that it's just us. Like it's not it's not like a, a different character, but it's just us as a hologram. So like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Big brain moves. Big brain moves. Uh, spend like $1,000 doing that, everybody. Let's go. Uh, Woo! Yeah, 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 no. Yeah, no, I don't have that. Uh, Chase, uh, thank you for stepping in while Char is gone. Of course. Uh, where can people follow you? You can follow me and see if I can do the, the Char charger thing. You can follow me at forward <laughs> into the black on TikTok and on Twitch. Uh, if Jedi Survivor performance ever improves, <laughs> uh, you could find me streaming that. I tried streaming it this morning. Did not go well. Um, uh, I would normally would stream Star Citizen, but Star Citizen has been roughly unplayable for about two and a half months now um, due to the last Oof. patches. Uh, it's rough. Uh, so I have been working on a full loop of the galaxy in Elite Dangerous. So uh, whenever I feel like doing that, I will hop on stream and do that. And you can talk to me while I scan planets and shit. There you go. There you go. Luke, I... where can we find you? Uh, that was a strain that was where that was, that was where joke. can we find you where what can we find you luke yeah luke i want to know where i could find luke all right where, all where right all right you can follow me at the pod ones on all social medias door. uh char you can follow him at char char j on also why would you want to follow him oh would Rude. you just shut <laughs> up uh Harith, real question when are you going to get back to uh playing jedi survivor because some that saw me do the playthrough last night. Know that I finished the story. No, you didn't. Uh, you didn't uh, I'm gonna, play. I'm gonna get back to the story on Monday. Monday. Okay. Monday. I'll guarantee you stream. I'll probably be streaming all day, and I'll probably finish the story. There Thank you me. go. There you go. There you go. So be on the lookout on this channel uh, Monday for Harith streaming uh, Jedi Survivor. I'll probably stream from here and there, doing some bounty doing some bounties, do some other things. So uh, be on the lookout for that as well. Side note, anyone else can play Jedi Survivor on story mode, but Luke, you are on baby mode if you play it. Yeah! yeah. I'll take baby mode. Time. I'll take baby mode. Dude, that shit is tough, man. Uh, yeah, Ven was in my... Oh, Ven. 
then then was seeing the highs and the fucking lows last night. Oh, it's wild. I cannot Oof. wait to You're talking about the frame rates? the patch that came out this morning so. helped um so if you're on pc there was a patch this morning that helped uh turn anti-aliasing to low turn off ray tracing and then turn the amd to balanced and it's smoother playable it's playable it's 100 playable uh, trying to stream it, it was a nightmare. Uh, and again, I'm like, I'm not saying this like to gloat or anything. Like, I'm on a relatively higher end setup, not like, not like the top of the line, but like, I don't have problems running any other games. Uh, and yeah. it is, it is, it is struggling. So, um, but everyone, calm down. If you forget, <laughs> Fallen Order had the same problem for about a week or two yeah. uh, when it came out. So, yeah, but that's gonna be it for this episode. Next week, we got a full stack cast. We got Cal back again. We got Alanis. We got M. We got Bale talking about Inside Man. So episode ninety was ninety five. Inside Man, Thrawn doing Thrawn fun things. Return back to what the fuck is Ron doing instead of uh, interconnecting us? He, he, no, no. Podwans is now, and I am, and I'm putting my foot down about this. We are calling Thrawn Fuan from now until he dies in Ahsoka. It's Fuan. It's not uh, Thrawn. I don't think it's I Fuan. can do that. I, I don't. I don't want to. Oh, well, uh, too bad. Too bad. Is it your show? Absolutely not. Oh, uh, it's all no, of our shows. If you look at the I'm chat, the Luke, it is 100 percent my show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's going to be it for this episode. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. This is your first time being here. Welcome. Uh, you can pretty much find us everywhere on our YouTube channel, uh, whether it's reactions, streams, uh, weekly episodes. Uh, we're going to be doing some cool things. Uh, Harith, Char, and I we're, are going to do a little meeting this next week, kind of figure out what we want to do uh, with this downtime. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. We'll have some news about that. Um, obviously we got the trivia tournament, which will be in full steam here in the next couple of weeks, hopefully in the next month. Um, but yeah, uh, that's going to be it for this one. Uh, and may the force be with you always, always, always happy May the Ford. Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip. Oof. Not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA. Get a quote today. Right now at Safeway, save on all your favorite home scents and cleaning products for a fresh, clean home. Shop for deals on items like Glade candles and plug-ins, Febreze air fresheners, Clorox cleaners, Swiffer wet cloths, or Scotch-Brite sponges. Plus, deck the halls and shop for deals on items like mini light sets, holiday wrapping paper, holiday candles, and holiday cards. Offer expires December 26th. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for full offer details.